I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. by dispatch today i'm Brittany, and joining me today as always is my friend emily lind hi emily hi Brittany. Ooh, how are you i'm good how are you doing i'm good it's sunday it is sunday i have a three-day weekend i'm not gonna do anything with it oh that's me i'm on my work weekend right now and i'm very happy because i'm starting to get burnt out yeah last week of work was shit and so now I'm still like residually stressed out. So. Oh, I got my plane tickets for celebration. Ooh, that's exciting. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I just found out that um, I might be able to get the days off from work. So that's exciting. That's important. I know. I feel really bad because I was going through my room last night because I was packing because I'm at Carlos's house right now. And um, I looked at my, because I have jury duty, and I thought I had it on March 27th, but uh, <laughs> it's February 27th. So, um, yeah, I'm, I screwed myself over, so now I have to tell my boss so we can advance. Um, yeah, by the way, I have jury duty. <laughs> so, and then that's when I'm also going to be like, hey, by the way, I'm going to be gone for a week in April. But I think I have someone who's like, Shh, some lovely lady at work was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll take the shifts for you. You're a good kid. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Yeah. So, <sighs> but uh, how's your week been? Um, Work could suck a dick. Um, It was bad. But other than that, I mean, let's see, I got plane tickets. What else did I do? No, I literally, I don't do much else. Mm. I was just glad to get my plane tickets. Oh, and I told my boss that I was taking the time off. It's always nerve-wracking, isn't it? Here's the thing is, I knew he was going to give it to me. Like, it was just a matter of, like, how much shit he was going to give me. Because this is really the first time that I've taken off two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never taken more than, like, four or five days. Because that's, you know, generally, like, would go over Christmas or something. And then we'd already have a couple of days off. And I'd put it together with that. So what I did was, he was going to be out of the office from from Wednesday on, and so I told him Tuesday, because then I figured if he was annoyed, he would have time to not be there and get unannoyed. 
But he wasn't annoyed. He was really fine with it. So, yeah. That's really smart. Like, with me, I never see my boss because she doesn't work the graveyard shifts that I work. And she doesn't work on weekends when I work sometimes. So, like, I think I saw her for the first time on Valentine's Day. And I hadn't seen her in, like, since, like, December. Oh, oh, wow. And it was funny. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's gone longer. I think I've gone, like, three, four months without seeing her, but... I don't know. She's really nice, but it sucks because it's like, you know, it's your boss. So, of course, like whenever you see her, you're just like, oh, uh, hi. Even though I was in the parking lot at leaving, I was still like, oh, uh, hi. <laughs> Fine day it is, isn't it? <laughs> but no, I said Fine no. day it is. Fine day it is. No, I was just like, hi. I was expecting her to try to talk to me, but she's just like, okay, stay dry. It's draining. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, she so how much time are you actually taking off? I am just a week, just uh, three of my work days. Okay. So it's not too bad, but um, we have this rule at my work where you have to have, so you're given each paycheck. So it's like every other week you're given, um, it depends on how much you've been working there. For instance, I've been there for like almost seven years. So I'm given three, about three hours of PTO every other week. And to request time off, you have to have all of the PTO or else you can't take it off. Okay. Which is really shitty because uh, your girl spent all of her PTO on her Disney vacation. And before that, um, the rule used to be take take whatever... You can use your PTO. You don't have to. But in August, they enforced the rule because I guess some people were abusing it. But I don't know. I used to be good with those hours. But um, when I used to work at the bowling alley before I left, they're just like, oh, just use all your PTO because it's smart. No, it wasn't smart. I could have used that for now and couldn't have been or I would have not been stressed out now. But oh, well. so, yeah, that sucks. But I'll deal with it. Yeah, I'm taking two weeks because I, I mean, I'm flying out to Chicago on that Tuesday because I want mm. some time to, you know, be there before the con starts and have like a full day with nothing. And then afterwards, I'm going home for a few days. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. And weirdly, it was, I was just planning on flying back out on Thursday, but it was, like, significantly cheaper to go on Friday, which is normally not the case. Hmm. But that's Good Friday, and I wonder if more people are traveling before then. Maybe, because Good Friday, that's, like, um, a couple... Let me see when Easter is this year. I swear to God, like, I wish Easter was just like, you know how like Thanksgiving is always like the last or the second to last uh, Thursday of the year or something. Yeah. Last Thursday. I wish there was the same thing with fucking Easter because I swear like one year Easter's in like April 1st and then another year it's March 17th or something like it's it's the 21st this year. It's because it's based on the lunar calendar. Right? Is that how it's determined? I should know. 
Yeah, Easter Sunday is a Sunder, Sunday following the Paschal full moon date. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm. That's good. I know I'm looking at my calendar on my computer and it has um, my ticket for celebration. Um, apparently it, it starts 9 a.m. on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the only thing I need now is my badge, and then I'm good to go. I think they start mailing those out at the end of the month. Okay, I was going to ask, like, when do they uh, mail those out? Because uh, I get kind of nervous about that kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. No, the mailing deadline was, like, February 20-something, as in, like, if you don't get your tickets before they state, you'll have to pick it up at will call. So, And usually can, cons start mailing out soon after that date passes. Hmm. So I would assume we'll have them like beginning of next month. Sweet. I know. Um, I'm going to that Disney convention too in uh, August. So I'm wondering when I'll get my, I always forget when you get your tickets for that too. So all these conventions this year, but celebrations coming up close. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I for celebration, I was looking at like opportunity because they release the the signings thing. Like, uh, they do like they ask you like what day you're available or whatever, or what time would work best for you to get autographs or whatever. Right? Yeah. There's but there's no there's no calendar there's no schedule up yet for panels and shit. Shouldn't that uh like be up at all? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that should be out by now. And I feel like there's not a lot of people that are doing like signings or uh, photo ops or anything. But uh, is that going to be well, released like sooner? I mean, not every, not everybody does pre-sales on their autographs and stuff. So there'll be there'll be more people, and there'll probably be more people announced closer to the date. I mean, I, I don't know if there'll be any more, like, really big names, but... Hmm. Yeah. I've never been, like, really interested in, you know, photo ops or getting things signed or anything. But I know a lot of our friends are really excited to get stuff signed and get pictures with people. So, that's exciting. I, like, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it makes me feel really awkward. Um. weirdly it doesn't with like i'll like at new york comic con and stuff i go up to any like writer i love or or like comic book artist or or writer and i have a ton of signed books on my shelves and that i'm fun with but i don't know there's something about like well possibly because that's not a monetary transaction yeah i know it feels weird paying to say hi to someone for like five minutes and get a yeah. picture with them, you know, because yeah. it's like I can do that at Disneyland and just wait in a 10 minute line and take my picture with Darth Vader and go. But, you know, obviously <laughs> there's a big difference between slightly a, different. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. And look, I mean, obviously, like I've seen like I've volunteered at cons before. You know, I sat next to Michelle Nichols from Star Trek when she was doing Sonnen's all weekend. That's work. And people deserve to get money for work. But at the same time, from like the other end of them, like just seems I'm awkward enough already, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, just with normal people. 
I don't need the added, here I'm giving you $60, will you take a decidedly awkward picture with me, please? Yeah. And then, like, some people are, like, rude and, like, they could, like, say things or do things or, like, I was hearing that um, the dude that's The Bachelor right now, he was doing this charity thing in San Diego and he was taking pictures with people because photo ops and someone, like, grabbed his crotch. Jesus, people are, like, that's really fucked up. It is. Like, I... Even though, because it's, it's weird, because this season on The Bachelor, the big thing is that this dude's a virgin. So, yeah. of course, you know, he's been getting a lot of shit from, you know, the media, and then, like, how they got people excited for the season, they just did everything advertising, like, virgin stuff, and that's just... And, of course, that's why you get those jackasses that feel like they want to grab someone's dick during a signing, you know? Like... It's yeah, gross. That's sexual assault. Yeah. Like that's really fucked up. It is. But I don't know. That's why I feel kind of weird about I don't know. Paying to get someone's picture. But I mean Oh well. I mean, we're gonna see them on stage anyways. We're gonna see JJ and probably Kathleen and the whole cast. So I'll see the cast again because I saw them at D twenty three. So that's gonna be cool see them all in person that makes me excited yeah i'm excited and you know to be please like i i think i probably would like pay to get ryan johnson's autograph you think he's gonna be there i hope so i mean i don't think he's gonna be like doing like signings or anything but i'm, I'm hoping there's a johnson trilogy panel yeah i hope there's something because he showed up inside the dungeon that everyone was in waiting for the episode 8 panel so maybe JJ will bring donuts again or something <laughs> probably not but it's it's uh, nice to dream um, yeah I mean if I were Ryan Johnson I wouldn't want to go anywhere near Star Wars fans but he's a better person than I am so he is he's a good person We'll talk about him a little later in the episode, though, because we have some stuff that was said about him recently by the Super Bro movies. <laughs> well, um, we have some news this week, and we're going to start off with uh, the most, I think the most important one, that uh, photography has been wrapped for episode nine. Yeah. And I felt, like, really emotional, which is slightly silly. But there was a picture tweeted out of of the trio, like, hugging, and I just got really, I got a little bit choked up. I know. It's a beautiful picture. They're all hugging, and they're all... Oscar looks really emotional. John looks like he's looking at something or for something. And then Ray, you don't really... Or Daisy, you don't really see Daisy. <laughs> yeah, she's turned away. But no, Oscar looks like he's about to cry. And I can't deal with seeing that. I know. It looks like... Because you, you see them in like in a desert atmosphere do you think they're on jakku 
I think that would make sense. Yeah. If we went back there at the end. I mean, not, I mean, wrapping last day of filming doesn't mean shit in terms of the con- like the order of the actual movie. But I wouldn't be surprised if we at least go back there at some point. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I think that makes sense. You know, that's where we started. I think that's, you know, if that's where we end, then that's great. Um, and then JJ and John Boyega tweeted about this using the same picture. JJ says, it feels impossible, but today wrapped photography on episode nine. There is no adequate way to thank this truly magical crew and cast. I'm forever indebted to you all. And then John said, that's a wrap on Star Wars Episode Nine and the end to the chapter of my life I couldn't be more thankful for. What a process. It's really been a joy in these movies surrounded by amazing people. JJ, thank you for making my dreams come true. Aww. Oh, I love John Boyega. He's so sweet. Do you watch his Snapchat or his Instagram stories? No, I don't look at anybody's Instagram stories. Oh He's so funny. I know it was funny because on a Snapchat, I always get Snapchat, Instagram confused, but on an Instagram post, he was talking about how, um, cause his hair was done for episode nine and he like, um, unbraided it all or undid it all. And his hair was like so poofy and he was just like cracking up about it. And it was really cute. He seems like a sweetheart. He is. I love him. <sighs> but yeah, uh, also on his Instagram stories, uh, he posted a little bit about the wrap-up party for episode nine, and it was lit. Yeah. It looked very swank. I know. Do you know who also had a wrap-up party? The Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah, for uh, some reason, a post was deleted from someone called The Unsung, and the post had a Mandalorian helmet and a bunch of signatures on it, mm-hmm. and the post said, congratulations to our director, Daviano Fusca? Mm-hmm who works on the upcoming show, The Mandalorian. The crew has officially wrapped its first season of production, and... Uh, the party was at Scum and Villainy Cantina, that Star Wars bar that Steel always has his shows at. And um, I think I remember Jason Ward like tweeting about that he went to it. So that's pretty cool. It's exciting. I am really looking forward to seeing what that show is. Yeah, I'm surprised that they're already done wrapping up uh, season one. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, we're getting... I mean, we'll have it by the end of the year, I guess. That'd be amazing. I want to start seeing some actual pictures. Me too. That one picture that we got at the Mandalorian that like almost looked like it was like CGI or like animated or something, not animated, but you know what I mean? Like for some reason, like that picture, like it, it doesn't look real. That's like the crazy Mm. thing. And I want something like that looks realer or... I don't know. Just more stuff. But do you think that we'll get a trailer celebration for The Mandalorian? Oh, absolutely. At least a teaser. God damn, I hope Pedro Pascal is there. He has to be. Him and everyone else who's going to be in it that I can't remember now. 
but he's so pretty he is i know my parents are doing a game of thrones rewatch before the new season starts and i think i might do that too so i'll see him what are you most excited for in the mandalorian it's just something new Mm -hmm. like i'm really i i don't know i feel like this show could be really interesting in terms of of tone and whatever we learn about i mean because we know so little about it at this point and i know it's not it's not quite what i want in terms of being still really close to this central time period but I'm I'm happy for something that's not rebellion versus empire. Yeah. I agree. I love that we're getting something new, something other than like the rebellion and the empire. And I don't know. I'm excited that we might not getting we might not be getting any force users in this. I mean, if we do then cool, but I mean, something like, you know, the Mandalorian or getting in more into Mandalorians, like that's really exciting. I don't want to see a lightsaber. What if you see the black lightsaber that the Mandalorians use? I'm forgetting what that's called. Is that the dark saber? The dark saber, yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you do that, then the show has to be about that. Yeah. Like, especially if you're trying to get new viewers onto this show and not just people who watch, like, everything Star Wars and know all the mythology that's in every other bit. Like, that's not just something you can have as, like, a side story. It would have to be your story and you'd have to explain it all. And I just, I think that's not what this show should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder how many Mandos are we going to get in this, or if it's just going to be the one man, the Mandalorian. Um, I think we're going to see some sort of like conflict between the Mandalorian and some other Mandalorians. That'll be good. <sighs> well, also in the news this week, um, it was rumored that uh, Ryan Johnson was walking away from the Star Wars trilogy. I'll admit, I got really anxious about this. Because, I mean, even though like right away it seemed like bullshit, I am so invested in Ryan Johnson's trilogy I mean, just the idea of Ryan Johnson doing the trilogy, since we know literally not a single thing about it. But I got, I got really anxious about it. I did too. Because for a second, not that I thought that it was true, but I thought that could have been a possibility. And I wouldn't want to see... What would happen if he actually did walk away from his trilogy? 
I feel like all those people that have been heckling him and giving him shit for the past year will feel like they won somehow. Like they won something. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want that. And it's those same people that... Have you watched the most recent um, episode of the Galaxies of Adventure? No, I sort of forgot that there were more of those. Yeah, there's this beautiful one with Princess Leia. And it shows her as just this like badass kind of doing like silly things every now and then. And the whole comment section is full of these fuck boys who just say, oh, this didn't happen in the movies. Why are you saying this happened? Princess Leia never did this. Now you're thinking that she, you know, it just, they're acting like Star Wars is like switching up, you know, because like it's kind of near that Disney's enforcing this behavior of, oh, like women are doing this in Star Wars or women are doing, you know, it's just, it's stupid. It bothers me. But that's like, we've already, the other Galaxy Adventure things has little bits of stuff that wasn't in the movies. That's what it is. They're not complaining that Luke does something that he didn't do and that we didn't see on screen. Fucking yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not at all a worry in my mind that Disney's going to fire Ryan Johnson. (laughs) It, I do, but, but it is this worry of Ryan Johnson's just going to get sick of it. Yeah. And walk away. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how he does it because I don't know how I'd feel if... But I forget who I was talking to about this, but I don't get why this is happening. Like, I see The Last Jedi as a Star Wars movie and it might it might not be my favorite Star Wars movie, but I see it as a Star Wars movie. I see it as another chapter of a story that I've been surrounded by since I was a child. And each movie that comes out, I accept that a different director and different writer is writing a story, a continuation of this big story that I've known since I was young. And I've accepted it. I've accepted what they've done with it. I've accepted, you know that George Lucas decided that he wanted 3PO to be in the droid factory fucking around. I accepted that, you know, Harrison Ford, I can't even think of anything else, but I just, I've accepted it. And I don't get why it's so hard for people to accept that there are people that are writing these stories and they're putting every thought and every ounce of, their heart into this and they're getting shit on by these people like it makes me sad i might i mean i don't know i mean part of it for me is like there's no movie that i could hate so much that i would first of all like harass anyone on twitter about it but then continue to do so for over a year like i would just be done like, if you hate it now, if you hate the direction Star Wars is going in, guess what? You're done with Star Wars. I know. That would be, like, it, it's ridiculous. Like, let's say, because you didn't like Solo. Let, like, no. that would be, like, okay, like, if you felt like, or, it would be so ridiculous if you went on Twitter and just started adding uh, Ron Howard and 
whatever the Kazans and being like, fuck you in your movie, you know, like that's just what these. It's, it's insane. You just don't watch that movie anymore. And you want to bitch about it with your friends, like fine. But harassing people over it is pathological. I don't, know. I don't get it. It's a movie, you know, it's, it's a movie. It happened, you know, some things, you know, some wild cards were put in there. I mean, Ryan Johnson had the balls to kill Luke Skywalker and uh, pissed off a lot of people. Ryan Johnson had the balls to have Leia have a force moment. I don't think anyone else would have done that. Ryan Johnson had the balls to, you know, incorporate little meanings in certain things like the whole uh, Canto bite, you know, that was so important to the story and people... That's one of the biggest things that people really didn't like is Canto Bite. I mean, we're the Canto Bite Dispatch, you know. I don't just like it because that's the name of our fucking podcast. Like, I loved everything on Canto Bite, you know. We got to know some more things about Rose and Finn and I don't know. Well, it's just also important to see that piece of the Mm -hmm. galaxy. Like, that's something that we have to know is going on. Like, it can't just be... First Order versus the Resistance, you have to take a look at the broader effects of that and the stuff that goes into it. And, like, so this idea that, you know, both sides are, like, contributing to weapon manufacturers getting rich is a really cool little thing to include in your movie. Like, I think it's awesome. That is. And I feel like that's, like, one of the biggest things that people didn't like is that... You know, we have to start knowing why all these things in the galaxy are happening. And people just, you know, sometimes they just like the, the shorter meaning, the better. But we're, it's getting more deep and more descriptive about, you know, the First Order and the Resistance. And people are just not having it. And, you know, and, and everything with Admiral Holdo. Like, I had no problems with Holdo. I mean, my only problems was a little bit with Poe and how kind of an asshole he was. But I mean, you know, in the end, everything was fine. And we find out, you know, what she was doing and everything. And, you know, in Rose, like all the stuff that Kelly Marie Tran's been getting, like, I just, I don't get it. I, it's a movie. And it just, it makes me so annoyed that these people are still, because I almost tweeted something about it the other day about the Ryan Johnson shit. But then I'm like, me tweeting about it is those people winning because they're trolling us and the more that we post about it about these fuckers who hate the last jedi the more they're gonna do it and see that's the thing though is that goes like there's there's both arguments on that one is that you ignore the trolls the way you ignore bullies but the other thing is uh, ignoring bullies doesn't always make bullies stop and ignoring trolls doesn't always make Control stop and i think at some point you also have to be like well i have to not let theirs be the overwhelming voice so you have to respond to some of it mm-hmm. because i don't want the impression to be that they are the the because they they always come with like we star wars fans you know we are the true fans and if you ignore that completely, then you're, to to a certain degree, signing off on that being an okay thing. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think you have to, you can't, you can't fight every troll and you can't find out every battle. And I end up just blocking tons of people. I know because a couple episodes you were talking about how you tweeted just Ryan Johnson is awesome. And you had to block and mute so many fucking people. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous, but whatever. You know, that's just not right. I don't like that. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. But Ryan Johnson liked that tweet, so. I just wish that people weren't assholes. But at least we won't see them at Celebration. Those people aren't fucking going to Celebration. I mean, I I, I assume we're going to see some fuckers with shirts saying, like, the Last Jedi was not my Star Wars, or something. But look, man, if you wanna if you wanna pay like three hundred bucks to go be miserable for a week, go right ahead. <laughs> but most of those people are too much cowards to actually ever say anything to anybody in person. So, like, if they start harassing people, good job. You spent two hundred and fifty bucks and get yourself thrown out on the first day. Awesome. Yeah, and that's the thing is that some people who don't like The Last Jedi are, like, very, like, cool about it. They're just like, yeah, it wasn't my movie. Like, Carlos's roommate, like, he talks about how, you know, that wasn't his favorite Star Wars movie and that he didn't like certain parts of it, but he's really cordial and nice about it, and that's how people should be. You know, like, the people who don't like the prequels, like you, you know, (laughs) you say that you hate the prequels, but, you know, that's it. You know, you just, you say this and that, and you don't, bring that on to me because i love the prequels i grew up with it we can just agree to just not agree to disagree but we can just be cool about it you know yeah and i'm not gonna go like searching for twitter posts from strangers to yell at them about liking the prequels because i'm not an insane person yeah that's why i love you is because you're not an insane person (laughs) i love it though I mean, I love everything that Ryan Johnson has done to this story of Star Wars. And I can't wait to see what J.J. does with Episode Eight's story and turning it into Episode Nine. Yeah. I mean, we're almost at the end. I, I just can't believe it. Like, I... <laughs> I remember when they started showing trailers for The Force Awakens, and then we got The Force Awakens, and now we're getting Episode Nine, which is still no name, but bravo to them, you know? But maybe they just haven't found it. Do you think they just don't have a title yet? I think they have a title. You think they're just fucking with us? I don't necessarily think they're fucking with us. I think there's professionals behind this decision who have a date or an event in mind, and that's what they're going to do. Hmm. I mean, I'm not professional in marketing, so... I'm not either. I don't think any podcasters are. <laughs> That'd be- I mean, look, I'm not going to say they don't ever fuck up. I, I do think, even as a layperson, you can go that the marketing around solo is fucked up. But I don't think not having a title yet is just some big deal. Yeah. Okay. I saw something on Twitter today. Two things. One, Star Wars retweeted a post from ABC that said that The Force Awakens 
it's going to air tonight. This is rare because ABC doesn't put on Star Wars movies at all. I don't think so. Someone please tell me if I'm wrong. Thank you. So what if during this, they reveal the name of episode nine? I'm just, I'm, I'm being ballsy and coming up with conspiracies, but. That's a terrible way to do it. Because most people, if you are into The Force Awakens, you have The Force Awakens. And wouldn't you be advertising it as, make sure you tune into this tonight because something special is going to happen? Because otherwise nobody's going to see it because people don't watch movies on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that came off really bitchy. Oh. No, not at all. No. I would get really quiet. Like, if look, <laughs> if it if they if they decide to do that, then I would say that okay, maybe their marketing people don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it's okay. You just really you feel really strongly about that. I understand. It's not bitchy. You're never bitchy. <laughs> also, um. I see that you're playing with your toys while recording. Yeah. And in toys, I mean your uh, Mendo and your Tarkin. Yes. Are they still kissing? No, they're just back to holding hands. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh. But I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm ready whenever for an episode nine title. I mean, I'm not like uh, posting on every single Star Wars post being like, where's my episode nine title? And then, yeah, because literally I press on it and the first thing I see is the re- title reveal tonight. Feels like an announcement to the title. If there isn't a title reveal tonight, I'll fall into a coma. Shut the fuck up. Like, I know you're kidding, but just those jokes are just so old. Stop. It's time to stop. Well, we have another Force Friday announcement. Do you know what this year's Force Friday is called? Triple Force Friday. Triple Force Friday. Let the countdown begin. Triple Force Friday is the latest tradition Star Wars product launches. It is set for October 4th. Lucasfilm and Disney announced today. This event will see the debut of brand new products inspired by three of the year's biggest Star Wars releases, including the highly anticipated final installment of the Skywalker Saga, Star Wars Episode Nine, No Title. The first ever Star Wars live action series, The Mandalorian, is set to debut exclusively on the upcoming streaming service, Disney Plus. And the latest title from EA and Respawn, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. A brand new action-adventure game releasing holiday 2019. Hey, I have a question. Yes. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Are you drunk? (laughs) No, actually. (laughs) No. I'm just, I'm reading it. that's That's how I normally bring things in my head. That's your that's your inner narrator has this bizarre announcer voice. Yeah. No, I was just trying to hype everyone up. 
I hope it worked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Triple Force Friday is a stupid name. Yeah. I mean, I get it. There's three different things. It's stupid. I don't like it. Just make it Force Friday. But I like things. So yes. I'll probably buy some things. Yeah. I want more porks. Hmm. I want more creatures that I can get in stuffed animal form so I can put them on my podcast encounter that can no longer fit anything else because I have so many goddamn porgs on it. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to post a actual updated pork collection picture because um, I, after a year of no posting... I finally started posting again on the Canto Bite Pod Instagram account. Wow. I know. I know. I was at work yesterday and I saw that, you know, we, we get followers on that every now and then. And I'm like, shit, I need to be a better person. So posted a picture, you know. And I think every now and then I'll post some porgs and whatever. Whatever Star Wars things I'm doing or something. So. Uh, it's time though. I mean, I still have my pinned uh, tweet on Twitter is the poor collection picture. So I'll have to get them all nice and take a picture because I think I have 24 now. So. That's a lot of porks. It's not enough. Not enough. I mean, I'm still missing some. I'm missing about like two or three. I know it was helpful. Jenny Nicholson did a, a YouTube video a couple months ago of rating every porg. And she had a couple of porgs in there that I didn't have. So I'm going to have to track some of those down. There you go. It's good to have like a whole list to work off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's funny. I like her. But, um... Also, StarWars.com said products spanning categories from toys to collectibles, housewares, books, apparel, and more will go on sale beginning at 12.01 a.m. on October 4th. As part of Force Friday celebrations, stores around the world will join the festivities with in-store events and midnight openings. Stay tuned to StarWars.com for more on Triple Force Friday. I can't wait for more videos and tweets of people being ridiculously disappointed in what their stores did for Force Friday like we've gotten in past years. Yeah. I just can't wait to see what uh, houseware stuff and apparel they're going to have because I'm not really a toy collector or anything. I mean, I'll keep my eye out for Legos for my boy Carlos, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to not I could get too much more stuff, but I'm hoping there'll be like a sweet Pedro Pascal Mandalorian figure. That'd be really cool. I mean, I'm not going to buy, I mean, not that I would usually buy merch for a video game anyway, but I'm certainly not going to buy merch about a video game that hasn't come out yet. (laughs) So that doesn't excite me very much, but 
I mean, I'm glad the game's still coming out. I'm surprised it is after the all the other games that just haven't come out or have been canceled or everything yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's still a, more, a couple more months for this one to disappear. Yeah. Um, also, I wonder why they didn't include the Clone Wars. I guess we're not getting Clone Wars in 2019. No, yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, because I saw our, our friend Corey Stories uh, tweet about it, his disappointment of the Clone Wars not being included in Triple Force Friday because then they'd have to rename it Quad Triple Force Friday. Wouldn't it just be Quad Force Friday? Because Quad Triple, is that's like n- not the same. Oh, yeah. You're, you're right. Sorry. I, I got excited. <laughs> the, the triple there is modifying the, you know, Force Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What would be something that you would be dying to see from Force Friday? Sorry. Triple Force Friday. I don't know if there is anything. Because we don't know anything about the stuff yet. I mean, I already have a Ray action figure. So as much as I'll be like looking at whatever the cool new look is, um, maybe they could finally have a good Poe figure. <laughs> That'd never be nice. Uh, um, but yeah, in general, I don't know if there's any like, is there anything like big you would, I mean, besides more Porgs? Um, honestly, I'm waiting to see what uh, the Disney stores do. Uh, they have the Star Wars Dooney and Burke purses that they do every time like a Star Wars movie comes out almost. I don't think they had one for Solo. I could be wrong though because I have my Last Jedi purse. Colleen and I do. We have the same purse and it has like Porgs and Kylo Ren and everything else. It's a beautiful purse. Dooney and Burke's they don't um the leather on there is like it's hard to explain like if you spill on it like it doesn't stain doesn't you know okay. if rain gets on it doesn't get wet it's amazing little purse it's my favorite purse but um also you know i was talking a couple episodes ago about the disney jerseys that they mm-hmm. have at disney uh they started doing some star wars ones not in the stores though because i've seen some bloggers uh post about it and they're not good honestly <laughs> okay and i think as the year progresses, we'll get some good Star Wars spirit jerseys because they're starting to do spirit jerseys for a lot of attractions. They have a, it's a small world themed one. I'd love to see if they would do an Indiana Jones themed one. That'd be fucking sick. I need to get more Indiana Jones merch. But other than that, I just, uh, other than the Disney merchandise, but I don't know if that'll be technically part of Force Friday, but I'm just excited for that. Yeah, maybe once we maybe once we get a trailer or see some cool creatures or something that we're gonna get or start seeing pictures of the Mandalorian characters, then I'll be like, Hey, I want that dude. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I love how different our um excitement for Force for Triple Force Friday is, you know, like me, it's like Disney or Disney porgs (laughs) but I don't know it should be good I mean hopefully it's good I mean it probably won't be but uh, it won't be as good as them handing out giant fucking I'm still mad about that 
No giant pork for Brittany. It's quite sad. It is. I I saw someone post something the other day of just one on the side of the road. Breaks my heart. I wonder how much they're on eBay right now. Let me. I almost exited out Zencaster. That would have been, <laughs> been bad. <laughs> All right. Star Wars giant porg. All right. Um, one forty nine. I'd pay. I'd pay that. That's not bad. How I want your shipping. Um, free shipping. Fucking shit. Oh, free local pickup. All right, where are you? Where are you? Hmm, I don't know where you are. Read full description. Okay, last one left. Arcadia, California. I think that's up north. I am not north. Oh, a city in Los Angeles County. Are you going to make a pork road trip? Might have to. Let me do the Google Maps real quick. Actually, eh, eh, I'll wait. But maybe. Maybe. Oh, also, Anthony Daniels is still fucking with us. Yeah. Yeah. He put something on Twitter the other day on the 12th. Uh, Signals faint, but now more bright stars because paleo fading. Mm, Fading. Could be on the pant. To the end fighting. Having to update system. Will this never end? Robot error. Should read. Reboot. Pow. Is your only ho fading. No. Stop. What's he doing? I don't know. Also, like some of this, I don't know whether it's <laughs> like supposed to be a clue or him like not knowing how to write. Because signals faint, but it's not, but that, I mean, faint as he has it is like, like the move of a faint as in like, and you're in a fight and you faint. Mm -hmm. Not as in, it's not like strong. So, uh, who the fuck knows? What I do know is that Arcadia is 40 minutes for me right now. How much is the pork? 149. That's a lot for a stuffed animal. Fucking shit. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'll check prices, but I don't know. I honestly, that thing is worth $100 max in my eyes. Because they were doing a Force Friday one for like Chewbacca or something. And the Chewbacca one was... Let me look that up. Because I think they still sell it at JCPenney. Yeah. The Chewbacca is one nineteen, And that's... It's not, it's not 48 inches. It's 24 inches. So maybe I am being a little, ooh, but this girl's wearing a really cute Return of the Jedi long sleeve shirt. <laughs> I want that. It's really cute. Here, let me, I'm going to copy that to you. Shopping with Britney, but, our new segment. 
It's literally what we were doing last week after we stopped recording. <laughs> we were shopping for what? Girl Scout cookies yeah. and cereal? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that Chewbacca at all. Do you like her shirt, though? Yeah, the shirt's okay. It's like a Return of the Jedi shirt with a trooper on a speeder bike. Yeah. I don't like the big-headed Chewbacca, though. I think it's fucking weird looking. Its head is bigger than his body. Yeah, it is. And then the face is to like the face is normal sized. But then the head is enormous. No, I don't like that at all. Don't get that. I won't. Still looking at porks though. But yeah, that's the cheapest pork I've seen in a while. What would you do with it? Um I would put it well. <sighs> That's also a thing. I don't know where I'd put it because it's so big. But, I mean, it's just, it's nice to have it part of my collection. It wouldn't fit in my room. But it wouldn't fit here at Carlos's place, too. Because then his dog would try to hump it. I don't want that. You don't want the pork to be defiled? No. Like Cooper's pork that's now underneath the the fridge because he plays with it <laughs> poor little pork huh, but um do you want to get to star wars resistance oh yeah yeah uh we watched star wars resistance this week we did i did i watched it this morning and what'd you think of it? I liked it. I like those kids. Um, we watched the new trooper. Uh, I still find like Kaz was back to being kind of annoying. Yeah, I agree. Like this gave him a little bit more opportunity to be a spy, but it also gave him more opportunity to be really bad at being a spy. He's a shitty stormtrooper. He's a shitty everything. He's not. I mean, I guess he can be a pilot, but he's not very good at anything else. Yeah, I wish he would have done better, like pretending to be a stormtrooper, than acting like a total jackass. But that's just me. I liked the stormtrooper guy though, because at the very end, when he was getting back into consciousness, he talked about where his green friend was, and if a stormtrooper likes Nico, that means Nico is the best. Because everyone loves Nico. Also, it's really interesting, like, the little things they put in this episode that are actually, like, huge deals. Like, we know with the First Order, there's some sort of brainwashing going on. But Mm -hmm. we don't really know what it is or the extent of it or how exactly it all works but they use the term like mind scrape which is pretty dark yeah like uh when they're talking about erasing uh the stern trooper's memory mind wiping or something yeah and then like setting him for reconditioning That's deep. Yeah, I hope we get more of that explored. And I'm really doping we see more of that in 9. Because I could see that being 
a part of Finn's arc in Nine. Yeah, what if there's just like a button they can press to like totally reprogram them? Because in the Clone Wars, they had like that chip in their brain. Like, do they? Do you think that they put something in the stormtroopers' brains? Oh, I don't know, because it's hard to know. You know exactly what the extent of this conditioning is. Some sort of you know, like medical, um, I mean, basically magic in terms of, you know, how it's actually working and how much of it is like psychological conditioning. So I think there's probably both elements there. Um, I don't mean, and it's probably not quite as simple as just a chip in their heads because sort of, I mean, even if you take the chips out of the clone troopers heads, chips aside, the, the clones are all brainwashed by, I mean, well, really by the Jedi and by the, um, by the government and everything, you know, like they're raised from little kids to be soldiers. So it's not, it's mm-hmm. not a straight up, you can hit a button and everything, go back to being people thing. And I would imagine it's the similar with the first order troopers. Where if they're taken as kids, they're, you know, maybe they make them forget their families, but then they're also pushing all this propaganda on them. So it's probably a combination of things. Yeah, but they, in The Force Awakens, they were making a big deal about Finn and how he left and everything, and... You know, obviously, like, the easiest thing to do is just to kill him. But, you know, they could have also said we can just, like, find him and reprogram him. You know? So, I don't know if that's going to be a thing in episode 9. But... That's interesting that they were mentioning this in this episode. About, like, brainwashing and everything. Because, like, they do that to droids. Like, I can't believe they do that to people, too. Well, they are. They're not good guys. Oh, yeah. Well, now Tam's finally seeing that. I think the Tam stuff, I really, I liked this, this, like, because she's talking, you know, about the First Order. Because they talk about, uh, we get more of the, the First Order, like, you know, like, oh, they're here to protect us from the pirates. And she also has a thing about how, well, you know, my... My grandfather worked for the Empire and that put food on our table. And I'm I'm actually I'm really surprised they're including that stuff. But I think I think it's really cool. I wish they'd actually explore that a little bit more. I know that it's a kid show, so they're not going to. But it it's been interesting to hear that from a character who is one of the good guys. Yeah. I don't think that they're doing that well, though, because of how little they're showing it. Because they're explaining it so little that, you know, you see Tam have these, not outbursts, but, you know, she gets mad at Kaz easily. She's very defensive. And kids could just see that as her just being mean or her, you know. So I know it's great that we're getting to know her a little more, what she thinks of the First Order. But I just wish that they would do it a little more so that we would actually get to know her more other than, you know, because I feel like every other scene she's like getting mad about something 
or getting mad at Kaz, which I mean rightfully so because he can get annoying. But I just want to get to know her and understand her more because I just feel like they're just using her to be that one character that just gets mad about everything, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I give them some credit just because I'm happy it's there at all because I'm surprised that it's there at all. Yeah, I just want to see it more. I have high expectations of this show (laughs) and of, you know, Star Wars. Maybe my low expectations for all things are helping. But when we get like a little bit more, there's um, when when Captain Doza is talking to Pyre and Pyre asks him some question about why he left. And Doza has his line about, well, I just, I, you know, like I made a personal choice. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to know. Just give me a show about that dude. He's really interesting. I like him. I like him and Tora. They're my favorites, I think. They're the Niku. We saw the little alien guy or the what are you what did i call him the lizard guy your favorite character whose name you don't know yeah the little alien guy (laughs) yeah he was throwing fruit at the troopers yeah good job proud of him but no yeah bitey is my i we didn't see bitey this episode unfortunately I'm surprised that, you know, they were f- throwing fruit at the troopers. And they just didn't kill him. Obviously, because this is a kid show, but. <laughs> well, they, they're not in, they don't have like control yet. And so they're playing some of that shit cool. So at this point, you just arrest people. Because otherwise, if you start killing people, then everybody on the station turns against you. Yeah, towards the end of the episode, they were tasing some people. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Who knows what else they'll do, but I know I was watching it and I saw that the other episode was available and I really wanted to watch it, but I was like, no, I should wait till next week before I start recording because I'd hate to watch it and then like kind of forget everything that happens because this is still like fresh in my brain and I like that because I don't, I don't like it when I'm just like, yeah, I just, I like the show. It was a good episode. All right. On to the next thing. You know? Yeah. Commander Pyre. I want to know more about him. And it's fancy gold suit. Yeah, because every time I see it, I think it's Phasma. But then I see Phasma, so I'm like, oh, that's Phasma. So I always have to wait until he speaks. Oh, we see a little BB unit. Yeah. Who I'm just pretending is BB-90. I don't know if it's supposed to be BB-90. But I'm just saying that it's BB-90 because it's on the trooper's ship. And when Kaz is fucking around, it comes and fights him. I would fight him. She was cute. She was trying to, he was trying to grab the little, uh, memory stick, memory stick. Thank you. And she was like, no, fuck you. And then he kicked her head off, which wasn't very nice. Very rude. So you can't gave, kick people's heads off. Yeah, guess. Fuck you for kicking your head off. Now we have to kick your head off. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One head for a head. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that Jaeger's finally helping Kaz. Like, he seems so invested in the little memory stick thing. So, I'm glad that we're getting a little bit of more, like, Jaeger wanting to fight against the First Order. Yeah. Yeah, and um, do you know how many more episodes do we have? Um, I looked today. Here, let me look again. I think we're about four or five. Okay. (laughs) 
All right. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Five more episodes, but the last two episodes are part one and part two. We have um, the core problem, the disappeared, descent, and no escape part one and two, which will air on March 10th and March 17th. So the end of season one is uh, coming up in a month. Oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. It's gone by fast. Yeah, I've gotten into the show. I know. I'm looking at the viewership from the United States, and it's not that high. Well, not that high for what? Like, is it not that high for Game of Thrones, or is it not that high for a Disney whatever channel show? I want to look up what an, another Disney Channel show that's on Disney XD. So I'm going to look up Disney XD shows. All right. Um, Star versus the Force of Evil. Let me look that up. Oh, yeah. No, okay. Let me look up DuckTales. That's on Disney XD. I want DuckTales to come back. DuckTales 2017 series. All right. So I'm going to go down. Okay. So, for some reason, it's not showing the... Oh, it's coming back on March 9th, Emily. Okay, because when I looked two weeks ago, there was no announcement yet. Yeah. It says, uh, whatever happened to Del Duck will air on March 9th, 2019. God damn, I love that show. It's great. Like, genuinely yeah. great. If you if you watched... If you're a 90s kid and watched the old DuckTales, watch the new DuckTales. It is delightful. Okay, yeah. I might do that. And I didn't really watch a lot of DuckTales stuff, but I watch a lot of, like, uh, the, like the Mickey Mouse Club. And there used to be some, like, Mickey Mouse stuff on the Disney Channel. And every now and then they'd have those movies and you'd see Scrooge and Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So, I like them. Um, okay, so I'm looking up... Uh, I think this is season two. So I see 0. 0.58, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.52... The most I've seen was like 0.7, a couple of 0.7s and a 0.8. And with Star Wars Resistance, we're getting 0.3, 0 0.2, 0 0.4. So, okay, I was being a little harsh. It's not that bad. Also, are those numbers... Just the United States. Well, uh, no, but I mean, are they numbers... Are they people who are watching it just on... Is Is it adjusted for like people who are watching it on their apps like a week later or anything because sometimes those numbers are just like people who are watching it live on tv and sometimes they're combining like everything um because i'm on the website right now that um that claimed this and it doesn't say anything about it just says something about like cable or finance or something. Broadcast official nationals program rating chart. Um, I wish it would say something about. Let me go down. All right. Uh, previously Sunday. No. No. I would like to see 
where they get those numbers from or no because I see obviously where they get the numbers from but I want to know how they get the numbers you are right I'm just being harsh <laughs> but I don't know I think the more that I watch this series the more that I like it because I mean I was eager to watch the next episode because I was already available but I had to get ready and everything so I think that's a good sign but yeah there's gonna be a new episode next week so we'll review it yep oh and next week we're gonna do the Ben Mendelsohn movie on together yes monthly Mendo movies I'm excited All right, um, we have email. Dom, Canto Bitch number one, has an email that he decided to send us after uh, 17 years of no emails. Uh, it's titled Canto Bitch number one adds zero value to episode 80. He says, hello, two thirds of my top three. What do you call someone who goes down on Will Huff Tarkin? A moth diver. <laughs> Told you. Zero value. Can't do bitch number one. Thank you for thinking of us. <laughs> I, I don't really know what to say why I haven't said anything. <laughs> I mean, I do hate puns. Like, I hate them. But I do love Tarkin. And I hadn't heard that before. It was pretty good. You hate dad jokes, too. Oh, yes. Well, the, the dad jokes and puns often go hand in hand. Thank you, Dom, for the... Um adding value to episode 80. I want to know who the who is the other person in his top three. I don't know. Maybe he was drunk. If we're two-thirds of his top three, who's the third? Him. <laughs> Can you be in your own top three? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're part of the top three? Well, yes, because he said hello, two-thirds... Of, the, of my top three, which would be you and me. Okay. And that means there's one yes. more person because it's a top three. And I'm wondering... Well, the last person was Moff Driver. So me plus you plus Moff Driver is technically a top three. So he could have said someone who goes down to Wolf Tarkin is named Emily Lind. That's not really a joke. I don't know. We could be totally fucking this up. So, Dom, we need another email to clarify. No, I'm not fucking this up. You're fucking this up. <laughs> he says, hello to the two-thirds of my top three. As in, my like, my, I don't know, like my top three favorite people, my top three favorite podcasters, my top three like, least favorite podcasters. Who the fuck knows? But a top three something. All right. Well, thank you uh, for the email, Dom. We have one more email, and then we'll get to Emily's voicemail song. <sighs> 
<laughs> you thought I'd forget. No, I just did not already to do it. Okay, well, you have time. I'll read this email. And maybe you can think of a voicemail song. I mean, obviously, you're going to listen to me reading the email, but also you're going to be. All right. Um, Rabia, she uh, titles this Star Wars Episode Nine, And she says, hello, Canto Biters. I hope you guys are doing well. Online, you'll see plenty of possible titles for Episode Nine. The funny thing is, is that since no one knows what the plot is, guessing the title is so unlikely that you might as well just give up at this point. The Force awakened in Rey, and Luke was considered to be the last Jedi until he passed on his knowledge to Rey. Star Wars Twitter needs to know the difference between speculation and fanfiction, and I'm so over people just saying things at a random, just for attention and hype. Anyways, sorry for the negativity. I just was act, or I just want actual news or something based on logic rather than what sounds Star Warsy. Let's say that could be the title. Keep on podcasting, Rabia. No, I don't think you're being uh negative or anything yeah i mean i guess if you throw out enough suggested titles then eventually somebody's gonna land on it and everybody wants to feel like they have bragging rights or something if they do happen to stumble upon it hey but some people are really good at guessing there's a guy on reddit that, that i think they he guessed the last jedi Okay, but that's because, I mean, again, like, you're picking out one person who had the right title, but somebody's always, I mean, almost always there's going to be somebody who gets it right, because there are, like, thousands upon thousands of suggested titles. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah, that's why I don't like guessing in titles, because I just, I think that all the guesses that I've seen lately have been really stupid. So, like anything with like the last or like uh, the last hope. No. I don't know though. I mean, sometimes people don't like the titles for, you know, the movies. I didn't like The Force Awakens at first. But then I saw the movie and I got it, you know. I mean, look, nothing's ever going to be as hilarious as Ewan McGregor finding out the title for Attack of the Clones. So, as long as it doesn't make one of your lead actors burst out laughing when he hears it, then you're probably doing better than that. That happened? Yeah. It was at some... I, f- I forget whether it was at a... It must have been at the at an event for a different movie. Like, I, I, I don't know if whether it was like a panel or whether it was just... Um, like a press event or something, but somebody asked him about it, and he's like, "Wait, what? What's the title?" <laughs> and yeah, he just like laughed. That's funny. When you first heard "Attack the Clones," what did you think it was about? I mean, I thought it was going to be about the Clone Wars, and I thought that the clones would be fighting. The Jedi. Hmm. Do you think that George always knew that he wanted to do like the Clone Wars? <laughs> no. Kind of series? George, no. Fuck, George didn't even know what movies he wanted to make, so. What George wanted at any particular point in time is a huge, like, 
shot in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right. Well, thank you for the email. Um, lastly, we have a voicemail from Roll Farm Boy. Emily, your song awaits. Voicemail. It's a voicemail song. I really hate that I ever started doing this. I really it feel dumb and it's dumb and I hate it and it's a voicemail song. That was really good. I really liked it. Thank you. I have it up here. Let me press play. Hey, Miss Emily, Miss Brittany. This here's Anthony. Roll Farm Away in that Twitterverse. Here for episode 80 of Canto Bite Dispatch with Yun's Dispatchers. So, last evening. Lucasfilm done throwed a big old shindig. Because they're done filming for episode nine. That coming up, we'll be told what the title of that is. And Miss Emily was right last week's show for blowing up and saying, you know, we don't deserve. It ain't for none of us to say when. When it's time for them to tell us, then they'll tell us. It ain't for us to say. And then momentary... Folks going on about gimme, gimme, gimme. It drive me up a goddamn wall. Yes. And I know you's both too. Mm-hmm. And a whole lot more of us. Momentary folks. Um, also, Star Wars Resistance. So I woke up this morning and got to watch The Core Problem. It's episode 16. I can't wait to hear what all you are going to have to say about that. i also done some thinking listening to last week's show. Miss Emily said she felt some of the the silliness kind of get in the way. Um, I can see where you, what you're thinking is, but, and I ain't going to try to change your mind on it because Star Wars is a little bit different for each of us. Um, just for me, I kind of take it, I grew up a kid watching, you know, Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote and Bugs Bunny. So when I see Kaz following Poe and maybe he trips on a thing, I kind of liken it to that. It's just more, it's another Star Wars story. Just like Jason Ward says, I'll take Star Wars any way I can get it. And if it's how this here resistance is, then gimme, gimme, gimme. I'll take more of it. But wait till you see what episode 16 is, because, wow. So I will look forward to episode 80 which ends dispatchers so till then may the force be with you both my star wars friends see you on the radio so pure man now i really want to watch the next episode (laughs) we did oh wait we watched 15 oh So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I hadn't thought about it from like the Looney Tunes sort of perspective before. That's 
That's interesting. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. Like it just, I don't know. I wish there was a little bit less of it. I don't mind some of it. I just need, <laughs> and honestly, I was just listening to, to, to Blue Harvest and, um, uh, Will said something I agree with it. Just like, I just need one, like one less. If he can trip one less time or smash into one less thing, that'd go a long way. Yeah, I mean, for, like, the Looney Tunes argument, I mean, like, I grew up watching some of those, too. It was expected for those characters to do those kind of things. You know, I almost feel like, you know, you watch a Star Wars series, you know, and you want to see some action, some adventure. So, obviously, like, both of us are going to get annoyed when we see Kaz trip and fall and everything. But I think it's just because we're adults watching Star Wars, you know, because I feel like if I was watching Looney Tunes, I'd like 100% expect like uh, Bugs Bunny to trip over something or him to eat a carrot, you know. And some of the, some of the humor works for me because we saw the little the little alien dude from the episode before who got his floor sweeper confiscated by the troopers. And he's... They're like mopping up the floor with a little sponge. <laughs> I like it. And, and then Kaz has a line about it would be a lot quicker if you had a sweeper. And then he just gives him a dirty look. And I liked that bit. I, yeah, sometimes yeah. they're good with that stuff. I guess I'm not a huge slapstick fan in general. So. It doesn't, like, since that's never been something I'm into, it works even less for me in Star Wars. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I feel the same way. Like, sometimes it's a little, like, too far. Like, when the Stormtroopers are walking and one of them, like, kicks something and then Kaz kicks something. Then one of them moved something and Kaz did it. I just, I don't know. I just don't think Kaz is that funny. I think that's why. Like, I just, I don't think that humor is my kind of humor. But, I mean, in other animated shows or something else, like, that could have been funny to me. But, I don't know. I think I just take Star not Maybe I take Star Wars, like, too seriously. And, like, too much goofy stuff, like, kind of throws me off. But, again, this is a kid's show. So. I wonder how much I don't like Kaz because of the goofy slapstick shit or how much I don't like the goofy slapstick shit because I don't like Kaz. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like if, yeah, it were, I do. if it were a different character, like if, if Nico is tripping over something, it's not going to bug me as much. Because I like Niku. Yeah. yeah. That's that's true. Like, Niku has that, you know, humor. Like, he's sees everything as it is. And he's very honest. And he's very... What's the word? Well, how would you describe Niku? Um, very literal. Very literal. Yeah, and I think that's funnier than kind of the character that Kaz is. Like, at first, I wasn't sure how I felt about Niku, but 
Now I love him. Holy shit, when Nuku hit that stormtrooper with a wrench, <laughs> I loved it. I think I giggled a little bit, too. Oh, man, that was great. Yeah. No, I giggled more, I think, when the stormtrooper was asking about his green friend. <laughs> that means who can hate who can hate Niku? That's when I get that's why I get mad when like cats would kind of give shit to Niku. No one gives shit to Niku. I'll fight you. I'll go into Star Wars and fight Kaz. Agreed. Yeah. Well, yeah, thank you, Rule Farm Boy, for the voicemail. Always nice hearing from you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Huh. Well, Emily, uh, where can we find you and the podcast on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFMind. You can find the podcast on Twitter and apparently now Instagram again at CantorBitePod. Uh, you can write us emails, send in voice messages, send us top three or fuck, Mary kill. We haven't done one of those in a while. Uh, CantorBitePod at gmail.com. And please, if you have iTunes, take the time to rate and review us on there. Hmm. Wonderful. Yes, I agree on the iTunes. Please rate and review us on iTunes. That'd be wonderful. And you can find me on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger and Twitter as Canto Brit. All right. Well, yeah. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Ghetto bitch. Brittany the Ginge and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Ghetto bitch number one.